Dad's talking football. Under the DDB Media banner, this is Dad's talking football. Welcome back to another great, hopefully better than usual breakdown of our NFL action. I'm here in Austin. My name's Jim. I'm surrounded by my two favorite dads right now. I've got Chris and Mel. Fellas, embrace us with your presence. How are you guys doing tonight? Feeling good, buddy. Real good. Really good. Man, we're coming off of this trade deadline. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, man. Yeah, some spicy trades, too. Oh, yeah. The waiver wire was hot today. Super hot. Uh, Wanted to check in first, obviously, um, about how Halloween went for the weekend, how our teams went. Uh, as always, this is a explicit podcast. If you do have little ones around, might be a good idea to pop in that earbud, um, put in the Bluetooth, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, overall, I'll just say this. Um, Halloween was a blast. I, I hate Halloween on Mondays, but I had this great lead pipe block to look forward to. And, uh, you know, after a great weekend of seeing the Bears in person, them compete for three quarters, maybe two and a half. Um, Halloween pulled out all the uh, all the tricks and just laid the, the the sloppiest, thickest, creamiest trick on me Monday night football. And I'm so sorry to report that the Bengals got stunned by the Browns. And um, it's back to the drawing board for this dad over here. So apologies for those who trailed. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we're not, I'm not having a great season with this, but um, other than that, pretty good weekend. I can't complain. Cannot complain. Three and oh in fantasy first sweep I've had all year in that, in, in that respect. Um, but I got some work to do on the locks. I mean, the Bengals got rolled on, and I feel like they just eventually stopped giving a shit by, honestly, third quarter, it seemed like. I just, it was terrible. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. I don't understand what happened. Like, I was literally looking forward to having a game to watch. The, the World Series game got rained out, so I thought, okay, cool, I'll go back, and I got some money on the game, watch this. I, it just turned scary. Yeah. Seeing, seeing the spread I, or seeing the score, I was like, I'm done with this, man. Yeah, it, wow. it, it, it was bad coming home, trick-or-treating. And then you turn on the TV knowing I have money on the game and you have your lock and you're already down 20. And I'm like, all right, I, I don't think I can watch this. Yeah, I felt the same way. I could, I, I kind of, we were looking at candy going over and I had it on. I'm like, what am I watching? This is terrible. It was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. No, you know, what's weird is two weeks ago, Monday night, the Bears won by 19. They were, they were big dogs. And then last night, you know, the Browns went by 20, 21, and no one had that either. So this season has been a little, little funky. And I wish there was a time machine could go back and fix some of these picks, but Hey, what are you going to do? You go back to the window, you put more money down and you say, I'm going to go win it back or some of it back. So that's right. Shooter's going to shoot. You dude. Shooter's got to shoot. And and I'm going to shoot. I don't stop <laughs> shooting. I, I love to shoot. I mean, hey, I joined you with that. I mean, I'm, I think I've hit, I asked you guys at the end of the day, I was like, am I hitting mush status? Because I'm definitely not winning anything. So, yeah, I also did the same thing. I could not believe the Jets. I mean, not that I can't, I can believe the Jets fucked me on it because they tend to do that. But uh, I just can't believe that they lost the way they did. They were looking good for a little bit, looked like it was going to happen. And then red zone, you know, that kind of goes away for a while and it comes back and you're like, what the fuck happened? Oh, we were looking good. Yeah bad yeah i think uh the jets game i was feeling it too i put some some coin on it it looked good then all these stats come out mel and i talked about it for a minute before we hit record just all these stats that seem to bubble up after the game and you're like who the fuck dug that up and where was it last week when we made our picks but the whole belichick versus the jets and 
maybe it was Mac Jones versus the Jets is, is undefeated still. And you're just like, I just thought this was the year it would trend. Chris, when you said that the Jets graphic wasn't in our thing, maybe that is a, as another like, hmm, like I should have like known trailblazers, but maybe this was a reminder that there's a reason you've never used that graphic for. I don't know. That's I'm true. Double guess. I know it. I, I should have known that was, I should have been a dead giveaway right there. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, look, we're, we're halfway through the season. You can still make it up. We're not going to be under to finish off the year. I, I'm, I'm positive that you guys will, will get back up there. So look, I'm ranked six and two guys. So, you know, at least somebody's positive here. So, you know, let's continue that run. Um, yeah. I mean, that the weekend was great because I didn't lose and I didn't win because the Chargers had a bye, which is great. Uh, Chris, you get to enjoy kind of just watching football this week and sweating out your team. Um, <laughs> but dude, this weekend was was awesome. I won five out of seven of my bets, which this is, I was talking to Jim about that. This is the first week I didn't do any teasers or parlays. And funny enough, I come out positive in the money, how that works, right? Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't have nearly as much fun. It wasn't that much fun. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it was only it, it was only fun going to bed Sunday night in the positive and then giving it all back with the Bengals. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. The Bengals. I'm so sorry, but Mel, congrats um, on the uh, on the standalones versus the teasers. Like, talk talk us through that for a second. You're saying you just bet the games by themselves. You're not combining it with anything else. Yeah, I'm just doing small units on single plays because what I notice is every time, man, I, I've been shit it on in parlays thanks to the bucks or you know a, a team that's supposed to be winning and they end up losing and, and you and you lose that parlay because of that i'm tired of that i'm just you know i'm, I'm riding the lpl wave I'm, I'm you know going with just single digit you know uh units on some of these bets just to kind of make something up but it's working so you know for for all you betters out there sometimes stay away from the parlays I love that. And and Mel knows too. Mel, when he did a first season with us, he started out a little little rough, came back, and now you're on top. So that's yeah. why I believe in you guys. I, exactly. I, I, I was exactly. I was there. I was there. You feel better. Thank you, Mel. Thank you. No, I'm riding every LPL that you guys put out there too. So it's not like I'm fading you guys either. Uh, I'm rooting for you guys. Wait. So you went five and two? Oh, okay. I know what two two losses. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, um, I didn't get the uh, Jets play in. Um, I wouldn't which... have either, dude. <laughs> Thanks to <laughs> my almanac. <laughs> yeah, but you are on a six six game tear, Mel. Uh, Mel, great job on that. Obviously, Chris, this is the week we're going to pick ourselves up, man. I really like where we're at. I think we're, we're taking a little bit of an approach of if we feel strongly about something, let's let's just try it the other way. Yep. Let's just see if it's the other way because you know. To Mel's point, we've got nine more opportunities to make bets, make a pick that we're going to throw out there in the public. So plenty of time to catch up. Still get a winning season together. And I like my lock this week. I think it's, I got confidence. Uh, well, Mel kind of alluded to this earlier, but this is the last day of the NFL trade deadline. And uh, instead of kind of rehashing what week eight looked like, the highs and the lows, we think we're going to spend the majority of our time talking about these trades. Um this very, very hot white waiver wire, uh, a lot of phone calls being made today from owners and coaches and GMs and whatnot. So um, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Mel kind of kick it off, but you know, just, just kind of set the table and uh, Chris and I are going to throw in some questions, some hot takes, some commentary, and uh, we'll just kind of keep this free flow. Yeah. I mean, the NFL still uh, wearing costumes in Halloween right now, trying to look like the NBA with this trade <laughs> deadline. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it, it was crazy. I heard this was also the, the most action 
uh, and trades done before the, in the history. That was my first question I was going to ask you, Mel, is like, this is, this is more than we've seen in, I can't even remember how, usually it's six. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Adam Shepard didn't fall asleep at all. Like he was just tweeting and, you know, sharing breaking news like every hour. It was crazy. That guy's on so much speed. He doesn't sleep anyway. So yeah. I wouldn't be concerned about him with some Z's, but it, it did feel like you felt a lot of te- like I got the vibe a lot of teams were assessing the, the the rest of their season and thinking what can we get for who we have here it felt like baseball it felt like like we are literally just building for the future and in the past I feel like a lot of teams in the NFL were kind of hesitant to make that move or just to drag their feet along like we, we said last week um, uh, Robert Quinn got traded and we only and the Bears only got a fourth round pick for him and, and the rumor I heard was because they waited too long what the fuck were they thinking when all the action was really today and, and maybe yesterday and McCaffrey as well? Like when I think the Bears just like said, we'll take whatever we can get for him at some point. But I don't want to hone in on just the one. Let's talk more about today. What happened today? How many? How many were there? 10, 11? I mean, 10 big trades. Uh, I think there was 12 overall. Um, if you look at just, you know, kind of those throwaway bets for the six, seven rounders. But uh, I mean, there, there was a lot of action with some of those hot teams, right? You mentioned some of these teams, the richer getting richer. You look at the Bills, right? I think Naheem, Naheem Hines was kind of that under the radar sneaky pick. Like they got a really good run game now and a, and a, a, a catch passing back uh, with Buffalo right now, which, which I think is going to only help them out. Um, but I think ultimately the winner of the trade deadline, and I'd like to hear your guys' takes on who you thought won, but Miami, I think ultimately won this trade. Deadline. Um, Chris, I know it was a lot of dealing with, uh, with the Niners here and, 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 you know, Mike McCarthy kind of, uh, taking back some of his players. Yep. <laughs> what did you think yep. about that? I know. Well, I mean, I, people were talking about it too. Is like, what, what's Jeff Wilson going to do? I can't believe they're going to sit. I thought he played a good role. I thought he was kind of, I thought he was a good position for him to be in kind of helping out, you know, playing McCaffrey's kind of like side piece. Um, but I get it. You know, they got other guys that can play the, the position. And I know that, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty certain that they're homies. I think, I think they get along. He's kind of like, you know, he's kind of like the running back whisperer. So yeah, I, I think that's a good, move i'm happy to see him it was you know all the posts on all the instagrams and twitters and shit were happening were you know saying thanks to jeff wilson from the niners stuff like that so he went out kind of with his head held high hopefully and hopefully there's no you know bad feelings there but i mean we got a a fifth round pick for for him which we need to get him back you know what i mean because of the mccaffrey deal but um i mean yeah I, i i look i have a i have a i have a loyalty to my my dark horse my chosen dark horse so i'm happy to see I'm happy to see Jeff Wilson go to the Dolphins. That'd be good. Yeah, I would yeah. say, um, Chris, you guys have a stable of backs anyway in San Fran, so I don't think one is really going to hurt. Who who is like the direct backup now to McCaffrey? What's his name? Um, something Price. Okay, okay, because I know that there were injuries from the last couple of years where it was like the main guy came out early, but your running back still didn't really skip a beat. So I feel like you didn't lose much with losing Wilson, so long as McCaffrey stays. Uh, clean bill of health you know that dude you are 100 percent correct dude that is i mean that's key number one i feel like right now with the season is like we made the moves to happen this year and if mccaffrey doesn't stay healthy the whole thing blows up on our face so yeah i mean that move is a direct connection to the mccaffrey deal which i think i'm sure you know jeff wilson probably knew it he may have even requested to head over to the dolphins you know because uh raheem's out there 
that yeah, does that's play. like plug and play for them, right? I mean, like he knows McDaniel's system. Yep. He's got his homie over there. Like, yep. And, and it's not like he's going to a bad team, right? Like he's going to a playoff contending team. Again, all we got better with so Yeah, and he's, he's he going to get, situation. he'll probably get more time in too. You know what I mean? He's going to get yeah. more time in. And I mean, look, to be a rich dude and, and living in Miami, like, dude, that's, that's where you want to be, dude. Yeah. Come on. San Francisco, <laughs> the taxes are high. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would say to Mel and what you said is, you know, the Bills, it, it really is a case of just let's stock up our running backs in case we're in this for the long haul. You know, I mean, Devin Singletary and then uh, Jim Cook or James Cook, um, not the Pirate or whatever, but it's it's Dalvin's little brother. He was a rookie running back for them this year. So does does Naheem Hines, does he run so much differently than Singletary? Is, is he more of like a bruiser? Because no, he's he's not a bruiser at all. Well, Zach Moss was the biggest guy they had. So my my feeling is that's and that's what I thought. Is I they must be thinking Pines will spell um Singletary, and then maybe Cook is going to be more involved now because Cook's a pretty pretty bigger dude. But uh the guy that they traded for him, Zach Moss, um, he he never really materialized, but he was mm-hmm. he was a big, thick, thick guy. I feel like yeah. they're just loading up the stable for the long run, but they they didn't. They just have faster, shiftier running backs still, right? Yeah. And look, the run game was never the strength, right? I mean, you want somebody that's going to be catch the ball as an Allen throwing in. I mean, Naheem Hines was supposed to be the next, um, what's his, um, Darren Sproles. Like, that's what they dubbed him as. Like, the 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 shifty, oh, small. Back. Yeah, you know? Um, and they never really utilized him with the Colts, right? I mean, Taylor there, so why um, have him as your lead back? But I, I think it's a great move for them. I think Naheem, Naheem Hines is, um, have a lot more receiving yards. Okay. Well, I, I guess now that I say it out loud, like if they need a yard or two, then Allen can go get it, right? Just lower right. your crank and just just drive your feet. You know what I mean? I mean, he does, he is so much – like he just makes the field look smaller seeing him out there. It's like – remember like NBA Jam when you get the big head mode? It, he's like – that's like – that's like Josh Allen would like playing a big head mode. Did you see uh, Gil- um, the Gillette commercial with Josh Allen? Uh, I've seen I a couple. It. He's in a couple now. Yeah, because I, I watched that and my head got really big too. <laughs> yeah, we we know you have a thing for for Josh Allen and it goes a little bit past. It's like a fan of. I mean, I'm, if the Bears keep this up, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna relegate my my fandom to the Bills. Um, let's talk about the Bears for a minute. We mentioned uh, Robert Quinn earlier this week. We there was a really great uh, video interview with Roquan Smith when he found out that Smith had been traded and he broke down crying. I don't know if you guys saw that last week. So this week he got the call, uh, currently the leading tackler in the NFL, Roquan Smith, great outside linebacker, like just a guy who was kind of like saying, Hey, we're going to be here with Chicago when they get out of this muck, when we get past this precipice or this cusp of uh, mediocrity. Right. Uh, to take Chris's quote that I, I might as well put it on a fucking just point. It, the Bears, yeah. it could be any year. Instead of like what year it's established, it could just be like Bears every year. We're on the precipice of not sucking. Um, <laughs> he's gone. He went to Baltimore and we got a little bit more in return for him, probably because he is having a kind of a breakout year. Uh, the Bears got uh, a second rounder and a fifth rounder for next year's draft uh, and, and a backup linebacker just to like fill the roster spot. So we would call up somebody from our practice squad. Um, so that'll be tough because that's a huge pillar of our defense. But when that happened after trading away Robert Quinn, did you guys get the vibe like, oh, they're in dump mode, mm-hmm. like tank, tank, try and get a top three pick, do something. Yep. Um, and then today 
they they sling another second round pick for Chase Claypool. Yeah. The the receiver for the Steelers who is more um a presence on TikTok than he I was is gonna in say, his own locker yeah. room. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like a lot of these a lot of these teams are making moves to kind of like they're kind of feeding these, like you said, Mel, like getting the rich, getting richer, feeding those big guys. And then the other ones are just kind of gearing up for some, you know, some picks. But right, that kind of breaks my whole theory. If if Chase Claypool heads over to Chicago, it's like, wait, what's that? What is that deal? Yeah. The, the only thing I'll say about that is they have a lot of faith in Justin Fields. They do. I mean, to get him another weapon to trade a second rounder, it's basically doing the opposite of what the Packers are doing and saying, hey, you know what? Fields, we believe in you. We're going to get you another receive, receiver, get you another weapon. But it's 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 just unlike the Bears to do that, especially giving up everything they gave out for defense because they're always a defensive minded. Team. So sure. it, it was just a little head scratcher seeing that when when yep. a second round. That's... Yeah, it was it was an uncommon thing to see, and that's why you're so stunned. This is like when we traded for Cutler um, like 15 years ago, and we, and we gave future firsts and whatnot, and the the Bears nation couldn't couldn't believe what they were seeing because it had never really happened. Um, I think to your point though, they're not showing faith in Justin. This is the first thing they've done to even give Justin a helping hand. Every other pick and every other major thing they've done has been for defense. So the feeling I got while I was watching the game and talking to some friends in Chicago is Fields has to re-audition because the new coach and the new GM didn't draft him. So that's part of this like internal struggle between the Bears and the new quarterback is, hey, we don't know if you're the guy because if my job is dependent on your success or vice versa, right? Like if I'm going to stay here, it means you need to be good. They, they sure as fuck didn't do anything in the draft. So I'm looking at this as kind of like a compensatory like move, like, Hey, let's, let's keep him at bay to keep him happy. So we can get the rest of this season with him because I don't think Claypool's a difference. I don't No. I mean, a second rounder, even, I don't even know if he's worth second round. If Roquan yeah. Smith got a second round, that's great. What has Claypool done besides yeah you know, make a dick of himself showing the first down and losing the game for Pittsburgh. That's what I remember him from. Yeah. That's how I know him as too. Yeah. I feel like, and we talked about this in the last episode of the episode before go back and listen to the archives. You want to check that out, but we talked about it and this might be a hot take. I don't think defense wins championships anymore. I think they've created a league in such a way that they, the, those types of players don't swing it so much because they can't play the same way. I honestly think star quarterbacks win play and win championships. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's what people want to see. Anyway, we talked about it too, that you get guys like Mahomes and Josh Allen, people are paying to see no matter what, even, I mean, I'm not, no, no matter, I mean, they got to win still, but it's definitely not defense win championship anymore. And I mean, I think it's still a priority, but maybe Chicago's thinking, Hey, we got this young stud. He could be one of the next, you know, big guys. Let's start building around him. Um, otherwise he may bail. You know what I mean? Cause if right. he has a couple of good seasons, he could be out too. He could be toxic. He could turn bad. He is taking steps. We talked about this slowly. Like his stats were really bad to start the year, but seeing him in person, guys at the at Jerry World, I mean, we've said it already. His legs are his primary weapons. Like they really are. And there were some drives where he 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 like we we jumped on his back and he ran us down to the you know to the red zone or whatever. And those Cowboys defense guys are fast, and he, he made a lot of a miss. So maybe this was a nice, Hey, we're liking what we're seeing. What if we did give him one receiver who is more than is, is taller than six, three, you know, or, or, you know, has a little bit of a, of experience of working with a, with a hall of famer or coming from a good school and whatnot. So it's too early to tell. I, I think the head scratching moment was that I thought we were really offloading and I was ready to just Mm -hmm. tank tank for whoever, 
And then we did this and I got a little thrown off, but um, I don't know. It is kind of the, what the fuck trade of the day. I, I didn't, I, I thought it was like a hoax when I saw it come on the phone, but <laughs> I'll take it. I guess. I mean, um, and yeah, most of the moves happening today, but I mean, we forget like Robbie Anderson heading over to, to Arizona was like one of the first ones. And then it went into, I mean, I, I don't know the exact order, but then Christian McCaffrey was right somewhere behind him. Yeah. I Jamie mean, Robinson went to the jets. Yeah. Um, the, the Robbie Anderson one, he just, he talked his way out. Like he was like, I just want to get fuck out of here. That was like a dude leaving a party, just like pissed off. Like he was like, <laughs> fuck you guys. I am out of here. Like the look on his, the, the, they kept showing the shot of him, like walking out with his head, you know, looking backwards, his hair all fucked up. Like he was just like, fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> but yeah, I, you, you know what? I, I think another dark horse trade um, was TJ Hawk to yeah. the vice. I think that, the Lions got shafted. He was literally, I think, one of their best players. I mean, outside of Amon Ra, right? I mean, yeah. Hawkinson was their primary target. and He's like a long-haired dude, right? Long-haired, like yeah. dark, yeah, yeah. Dark-haired guy, yep. They yeah. got nothing back. They got a second rounder and a third rounder. Um, and they gave up, yeah, like what you just said, one of their best weapons and two other fourth-round picks down the road. So Yeah, good move for the Vikings. And I think they just lost their tight end, too, uh, to injury. Add another weapons for Kirk. The Vikings, your dark horse. I mean, they're uh, they're gonna look good. I just knew our division would be so shitty that some team <laughs> had to rise to the top. The shiniest looking to shit. Um, he looked I good hope last Hockey week. He blows up, man. I hope he blows up. Yeah, I think maybe maybe just needed you know a different structure around him because I, I agree with you, Mel. He was probably one of the best players, and so you put him in a system like the Vikings. I bet he's gonna go big. So didn't he have a game a couple of weeks ago of like two hundred something yards? It was like the biggest performance for a Detroit tight end in history and he finally gets like a pat on the back like you are you're gonna be here a long time and today he gets a call and they were just using that to get some some <laughs> couple draft picks <laughs> yeah they sent a highlight tape of that game like what do you think about this performance <laughs> no, not bad not bad um is the deadline over now I mean I think it's coming past now so we we won't see anything else crazy um but Chris you mentioned someone who's still out there that could could be could could make the you know the the top news when they do get i mean i have heard there is talk it's not just me i'm not just making this up but i have heard that the niners are trying to make a play or at least there's conversations being had with uh odell beckham jr i mean look it wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad idea i mean if, if we're gonna go for it if this is our super bowl window go it's got to work but it's got to work that's the thing like if if but again like is he the answer i mean i maybe maybe he is you know but, uh, I mean, he, he's another one. Hurt guys get hurt. He's been hurt for a while. He's been hurt a bunch with every team he's been on. Um, I mean, I, I had him as a fantasy guy for a long time, and he always shit the bed for me fantasy. Always shit the bed. So, um, I mean, Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> and we'd pick him up. I think we'd pick him up as a free agent, too, so we wouldn't have to lock into him anything too big. We could just get him for this year, see what happens, hopefully get a ring. And every, if, if we get a ring, everything goes away, right? I mean, that's just how it goes, right? <laughs> So yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. If you win a ring, everyone's happy. But we'll see. I mean, I, I, I like the pickup of McCaffrey. Like we were I was talking about it someone the other day about, you know, if the Rams had gotten McCaffrey instead of the Niners, the Rams would have won that game just like they we beat them. You know what I mean? That was the difference maker in that game. So he, I think it was worth at least that fourth round pick, you know. So God, he's that, the that biggest game on the board still. He, he's still that he was the biggest piece moved, I think. It just didn't get as much hoopla on this show because it, it was all from today and all the, the alerts we kept getting on our phones. But again, keep him clean, healthy. That's 
that's the guy who remember when he got traded and I was like that that stopped that stopped time when I saw that come through it was like we immediately tried to get you on the horn like dude oh I know and I was asleep and I woke up in the morning to that news I was I was literally just like whistling I was making my breakfast just having a good time <laughs> um Mel any other takeaways from the, the trade deadline or something that you you wish would have happened someone you would have seen Chargers didn't make any big moves um they're, no they're moves. Mike Williams out I mean anything there yeah, no moves for the Chargers, which is typical. Uh, Telesco always sits down during trade deadline, does absolutely. Um, but I wish we, you know, I wish we did make some moves because, I mean, we're, we're, we have no depth. I mean, it could have been just, it doesn't have to be. A, uh, I wish we made some type of move, but we didn't. But I think one of the funniest uh, trades uh, that went down was Calvin Ridley, who's just sitting at home suspended for betting against the Jaguars in a parlay. Ends up getting traded to the Jaguars, the team that got him suspended, <laughs> which is uh, irony at its best, right there. But that 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 one was pretty funny, uh, seeing Calvin really uh, get shipped Calvin. out to the team. Yeah, free, free Calvin. Calvin. My God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, come on. The fact that Deshaun Watson is going to be playing here in a little bit and Calvin Ridley's at home. Exactly. Not even a hot take. That's bullshit. This yeah. guy gets massages and turns over and forces some extracurricular shit. And he he made three parlays for like 200 bucks. And they included yeah. his team to win. And, and he team, wasn't even playing. He wasn't even playing. Oh, that poor guy. He should have bet like women's tennis that day. Maybe he wouldn't have gotten <laughs> The fact that he got traded to the Jaguars is the best part about the whole story. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. He should go up there and make some future bets, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, like, hey, we're gonna win the next. I wonder if I wonder if that came. I wonder if that conversation came into play. Like, I guarantee somewhere in like in the Jaguars, they're like, or who was the, the bets on that? Nice. Okay, yeah. Let's. Yeah. All right. I like hey, this guy. Are you bought in on us, or are you still gonna bet us to lose if yeah. we bring you forward? Right. Uh, <laughs> Depends on who you're playing there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's looking at he's looking at the he's looking at the action. Good for him. <laughs> I think you guys said it. We've never seen so much action on the last day. It felt it felt like you were in um, like a like a franchise mode on Madden with your buddies, and you're like trying to make some moves before they allow it to stop. And it was uh it, it was exciting. I I still don't I still question the Claypool trade, but what or you know, but whatever. I'll I'll take it for face value. I'm happy to see the movement. And it makes me excited for week nine because some people are going to show up in their new jerseys right away, you know, which is kind of like, okay, let's, let's look at this through a different lens and who, who wins the trades, right? We think we know the winners in the trade, but we don't know yet for sure. Right. Um, right. You didn't I, mention I, Chubb. I didn't mention Chubb. Yeah. Which actually was probably their biggest, their biggest signing uh, for the Dolphins. Um, Cause if you look back at it, they ultimately flipped Trey Lance for Waddle, Tyreek Hill and Chubb. Yep. After good hearing battle. that, are you still a, a, a Trey guy or would you take those three? I would take those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Chris goes, Jimmy G is my quarterback with those three guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Miami, I think, I think um, you know, I think they're going all in uh, right now. Because again, when you have a rookie quarterback on that contract, you're going to go all out and two has been playing pretty well this season. So I, he's I another one's got to stay healthy though, too. Like you, we've seen it when he's out, they are not the same team. So, well, that's how it goes with most teams. When they're, when their QB one goes down, you guys were in the best spot you could have been. And I mean, I think going back to the archives, like you said, if, if you get a chance to listen to any of that, it's we, I think we were very cautiously optimistic that maybe he does stick around just in case, you know, and uh, it worked out. So 
I mean, out of all look, the teams, I still feel the most confident in yours, Chris. So like when the, when the bears are mathematically eliminated in about three weeks and the chargers are hovering around 500 mile, is that fair? Right. I'm full on Niners bandwagon, Niners bills, baby. Let's go. I mean, look, if, if we get, if we get the Jimmy G that played last Sunday for the rest of the season, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. Like that's the kind of Jimmy G I want to see. He was slinging them. He got lucky on a couple. There was at least one that should have been picked off. Uh, you let McCaffrey I mean, you know, throw he, a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. He's like, here, you take it. I'm not throwing one. And and I mean, he hit Kittle in the back. I mean that that that, pa- that pass was a great pass, and that put it away too. And again, if we win, I, if we win a Super Bowl, I don't think Trey Lance is going to be around. That's a hot take. I think Trey Lance will probably be. I mean, Jimmy G is going to be just like. That's a fucking <laughs> hot take, Chris. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, right? I mean, if if they if they play like that for the rest of the season. And I'm not saying that they're going to because they have a couple of, couple of tough games, but a lot of the games they get coming up are going to be – they should win, a lot yeah. of them. And if he can ball out like he did, I mean, Jimmy G's going to be able to go wherever the fuck he wants then. And then Niners may say goodbye because thanks for all you did, but at the same time he may he may be like, you know what, I'm just going to stick around here because I got all these guys around me now. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, can I get a contract that's like 350K a game if, if I play and win and- just kind of what last year's was, but just bump it up a little. Bit. I want to. I do want to see his at the end of the year what he what he made on his his uh, backup quarterback deal that was supposed to be him taking a step down. Right now, his bank account's getting pretty fat. He sees McCaffrey coming and he's riding the train, dude. Let's go! Yeah. Very excited for Week Nine. Excited to get the uh, the bad taste out of my mouth um, from the lead pipe locks. Mel, lead us off, dude. Just let's preview Week Nine. Talk about your locks. Talk about uh, anything else that's kind of on the radar for you this coming. Maybe it's a new player in a new uniform. Maybe it's just the Chargers coming back off by and you get a you get to watch Sunday and, and go through the stress and heart palpitations like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, excited to see the Chargers play again. Uh, although it was a nice stress-free weekend. Um, you just love to see that your life. team play, right? But uh, Chargers are playing at the Falcons, uh, which the Falcons are the number one <laughs> seed in their uh, division right now, which is, which is crazy to think, I know. Just like we predicted uh, it, Mel. Just like we predicted it. Yeah. Although I did predict that the Buccaneers were not going to win. That, at least that take holding on pretty well. Uh, yeah, Chargers um, at Falcons. I, I'm predicting the upset in the sense that the Falcons will win this game. I don't think the Chargers are going to win it. Two reasons. We have no offensive weapons. I don't think Keenan, Keenan Allen is going to be playing this week. So we literally have nobody to throw Ray Carter if Joshua. Uh, and then we can't stop the run. So, you know, it. I'm looking forward to watching the Chargers. But again, I, I don't have high hopes. Um, but yeah. Other than that, um, you know, looking at the looking at slate of games, I think we're we're talking about it. There's a lot of lopsided lopsided games this week. You know, you got a lot of heavy favorites, um, not really big division rivalry games or anything like that. So I'll say the LPL was tough for me, Lee, but I think I'm going to go with the Monday Night Football. I'll be taking the Baltimore Ravens minus three at New Orleans. At New Orleans. So. I think the Ravens have a better team. I'm hoping that Andy Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton has probably the worst record prime time next to Kirk Cousins. So that's what I'm leaning on. Um, 
And, and, you know, I know the Saints just came off a, a huge win, but they played the freaking Raiders. Like, the Raiders just suck, which actually I was really happy. That was Not only lose, they got they got boat race. They got literally, yeah. they didn't score a fucking point. It, yeah, it was bad, yet so good. I loved, um, I don't think they're going to do that to the Ravens. I think they're a really different team. So Baltimore, minus three. Let's get to seven and two. Love that. Lock oh, that in. How about you, Chris? Let's, let's mix this up, man. Yeah, I mean, look. I, I, like we were talking, I get a little bit of luxury. I get to, I get a break. I get a little bit of time to, to heal, which we need. I think, I don't know if we are actually the, the most injured team in the league, but I think we've got to be up there. So we need it. We need Debo to get better. Supposedly he's going to, you know, be back. I mean, we need a lot of people back and we're supposed to be getting a lot back after this break. So it's always good going into the bye with a win, not bad. And then we go against, the chargers so hopefully that's a nice little one for us too i'm sorry i can't watch it with you mel i'll be out of town but i will be watching it trust me um yeah, yeah maybe better for me but i mean i'll be host for that game i'll be watching i'll be watching this weekend i mean I, like we were saying like the, the the falcons having been beat by the falcons they have a weird way of, of sticking around and and kind of making it happen when it needs to happen so um but yeah, I, I think as far as this week, I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of things. I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, the the Commanders Vikings game. That should be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Jim, I am looking forward to that Bears Dolphins game. I think that could be a good one. I think that could be actually one. Uh, it 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 because they played so well you know, on the Monday night, and then they I thought they played really well against the Cowboys. Um, I think Dolphins could be a good test for them. So that'll be a good one to watch. Another good game I'd like to watch is I think. The Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers is going to be a great game. Lions are at home. Green Bay looks like, I mean, they look like, they look just like a, a telenovela that's like just gone awry. Like everything's just off the fucking rails. Like no one knows what's going on. Everyone's yelling at each other. People are slapping each other and falling out the side. Like it just uh, looks, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like a train wreck. So I am taking the Lions three and a half over the Green Bay Packers at home. That's going to be a good one because look, Buccaneers look terrible. We, I can't believe that, that they've lost three in a row. The, the, the Packers look terrible. I mean, the Broncos snuck away with one because I thought they were going to lose again too. So I think, I think that, I think that the Packers might be, I think they might suck this year. I'm sorry to say, I think they might suck. So hey, there you go. I, I love it. And I think the Packers or the Bucks, which team comes out of this first, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stay there because my lead pipe lock involves one of those teams. But I think it's something that we've had a recurring question on uh, for the last few episodes is, these QBs in our heads that we thought were the top tier and, and they were for so long, but they're not anymore uh, are now giving way to the Josh Allen's and the Mahomes. And, and it's almost like they didn't even have a mediocre season on the way out. They're just bad. They're just not performing right now. So uh, interesting for sure to, to say the least before I get to my lock, thank you for your comment on the bears. They, they did keep it interesting. You know, we scored 16 unanswered between the second quarter and uh, the start of the third. And you thought, okay, okay. But Dak really showed you could throw all over us, uh, find your slant, find your hole, find your, your seam. If Tua plays for the Dolphins, I, I think the Bears probably lose at home by about a touchdown. But um, who knows? I've been wrong with them a few times this year. It'd be cool if they, if they showed up. Um, we'll see. Uh, Mel, hopefully the Chargers coming back. Um, the bye week maybe help them reset a few things, maybe identify a few areas on film that they can get better. Falcons three and one at home. Something's going to bend here. Like I, I don't think they're going to keep this up. So I, 
I like that you're confident in the Falcons, but I, I think you're just doing the reverse psychology. It's fucking working. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, I'm pumped that the Bills are going to play the Jets divisional game. I get to see Josh, uh, you know, make a mockery of the Jets secondary and, uh, and whatever else he wants to do. Um, I'm not looking forward to the Raiders Jaguars. I think that should be the London game again. I know Jaguars were just there, but maybe they can go back um, because that is just a, a garbage game. Um, and Seahawks and Cardinals, I think it's another one where it is divisional and you don't know if Kyler's going to step up or, or is Gino like the guy again, like the fact that Seahawks are underdogs again, I, I think that's a really great pick again. I, I think the Seahawks are playing with so much confidence and Kenneth Walker is just a stud, obviously go green. Uh, he, we need as much good pub as we can get right now too. Like, <laughs> real there. I know. I was like, are we allowed to say that? Yeah. 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 We about this? yeah. yeah. I'm done. I'm done. My lead pipe lock this week is going to be to take the Rams. Um, I've been hopeful for the bucks, maybe blinded by the whole uh, bucks are going to break out of this shell. But the fact of the matter is they're slow. Um, they're at home. This is the rematch too of the NFC divisional game from last year where Cooper Cup had that really long pass at the end of the game to, to kind of send Brady home and pack in where you thought that was going to be it. Um, so all signs point to Tampa Bay to bounce back at home. That's why I'm going to go Rams because I'm in a bit of a slump. And I think Rams, you're giving me three points. You just got kind of blown out by McCaffrey and the Niners and the Bucks. You haven't shown me shit. You've won one game in the last six, and it was against the Falcons where you got saved by a roughing the passer call that we talked about right away and said that was that 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 call was total baloney it was total bullshit so uh rams plus three if you can get to three and a half absolutely jump on it i don't know which way the line's going to push yet but uh we'll we'll say for now rams plus three at tampa bay and uh brady's hole uh, gets gets more lonely it's a little bit deep after the week that's that's my lead pipe lock Rams. i like that lead pipe lock unless here's the thing i'm i would also go with it unless if tom brady shows up to the stadium with like six chicks and a fucking heater hanging out of his mouth looking like he's been on a bender because he's now divorced just living the dream i'm going tom brady on that like he's gonna and, be like the evil tom brady yeah with the earring yeah dangling he has to have an like, if his ears pierced, his hair Check out our social. I will change the pick on the spot to Tampa if he hasn't earned. So I mean, if he shows up like just like just dirty, just piece of shit, Tom Brady. Oh yeah, I want that. Like a '92 Corvette, one that's yes. just so loud and obnoxious, and he can obviously afford more, but he just just whatever. Big fucking shades and and earrings, dude. Look out for that. It's a great call, Chris. I'm just saying, if that if that happens, I'm my money's on Tom Brady. You think he's getting pussy this week? Oh, yes. he's absolutely getting pussy. <laughs> Guaranteed. Hot take. Guaranteed. Hot take. Tom Brady's getting pussy every night this week from a different girl. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not even a hot take. I guess I it's not even it. warm. Yeah, dude. I mean, he, he's probably he's probably doing it right. He's doing it right. All right. So just to recap, we have Mel going with the Baltimore Ravens, lane three on Monday Night Football. Uh, Chris is taking the Detroit Lions. Love that. Put your Bold balls pick. on the I got to go big. Bubba. You got to. Got to go big. Plus three and a half against the. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and when will they wake up Green Bay Packers I love that half point hook I wish I yep. had that but I'm taking the Rams plus three right now maybe three and a half but three for sure at Tampa unless we get Bizarro Brady then it's gonna be a whole different deal so watch the social I think that'd be yep. great hey Chris do you want to do a couple thank yous real quick before we kind of uh, wrap this baby up of course we always do a couple thanks we always like to thank Benny from Bronze Whale 
Um, they're doing really big things. Check them out. They're actually doing a couple of things. Their social is really good right now too. So check out uh, Bronzewell. Benny from Bronzewell, thank you. Uh, Rogue Brewing for our official unofficial coaster of Dad's Talking Football. Thank you guys. We're running low, so we actually need a couple more of those coasters. We'll have to reach out. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, I thank Sticker Mule uh, for some more great deals that they've been sending our way. We got uh, some stickers. We have some swag bags. Looking forward to some Christmas bags going out for some of our top commenters and top, uh, you know, feedback givers. That's not a real word, but you know what I'm saying. If you guys go Feedbackers. ahead and leave a review, feed, feed feedbackers. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke here, but I'm going to wait on it. Um, <laughs> If you leave a new review, we'll be looking for that too. And that you might just be throwing yourself into the uh, the ring of honor to get one of these swag bags around Christmas time. So very excited for that. Love it. Yeah, no, just thank everybody for listening out there. Uh, thanks for riding with us uh, you know, throughout this whole season. Thanks for listening to the trade deadline special. You know, it was a jam-packed week. Uh, big week. Next, Yeah, big week. But next week, it's going to be even bigger. We got the uh, preview for the uh, upcoming or the second half of the yeah. Uh, yes. So excited for that. So yeah. thanks for riding with us. And then, and then next week we get to talk to Mel, you and I going against each other. So that'll be a good one. You know what? I, I wish we were in a better place to talk about that. But hey, you know we what? might be. You might be. If you <sighs> we'll get the win, let's talk about it. We'll see. Got a point. All right. Well, look, Bizarro Brady changes the whole game. Just going to say that right now that Super Bowl pick could, could swing. Uh, I like that. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I like, I think I think the Packers are toasted. I think the Broncos look like they're just hanging on by a fucking thread. So of the quarterback phenomenon changing hands is going exactly like I wanted it to go. So this is is big. Yeah, buddy. All right, Mel, you feel good? I'm feeling good. I feel good. I feel I have zero stress. I can sleep without even worrying about it. I got the Niners sweatshirt on now because I got a bye week. So I'm gonna be in very good mood. You should. Um, so yeah. So for Jim, for Mel, we've been the dad. We've been talking football. Have a good week, guys. Good luck on Sunday.